Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The atmosphere in there was, was hilarious. The, the wines were very generous at the bar. A large wine was literally up to the brim. So Brimming? The, the top of the wine yeah. glass. And we had three of them. Yeah. Yeah. And I got chucked out. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Pit Stop Podcast. Happy Easter. Happy Easter to all the lovely listeners out there. Oh yeah, it's Easter Sunday. It's currently Easter Sunday. And we didn't find out until this morning. This morning. (laughs) I had no idea. I woke up, someone said Happy Easter, and I realised it's Sunday. I had no clue, mate. How bad is that? So in the history books, Easter Sunday, what day is that? Don't start asking me no. questions like that, because I will get school? that wrong. Like, do you remember back to school? What happened on Easter Sunday it's the day, it's in the, the day Bible that, that we le- it's read? The, it's the day that Jesus was reborn. Is it? So what was the day that he got put on the cross? Oh, God. No, we can't. We can't do this. Was it Christmas? No, Christmas was when Jesus <laughs> was born. That's when, he, that's when Christmas is when uh, St. Christopher came out of the cave. Yeah. I don't know. I really don't know, mate. Serious note, do you reckon all this stuff is still taught at school? Um, I don't know. I... Well, I went to a church school. Well, so my, did I. So well, you and me are both kind so of biased. Should we both admit we went to a church school when we I didn't go don't to even a ch- know what day Jesus was on the cross? I didn't go to a church school. Jesus was on the cross on Hot Cross Monday. Hot Cross Monday is something to do with the Jesus on the cross. Since when in the fuck has there ever been a hot cross Monday? I swear hot cross Monday <laughs> hot cross Monday is when something. When the fuck has there ever been a hot cross Monday ever in your life? Well, I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, me, maybe it's Easter. Let me Google that. I don't know about the, the real history of Jesus Christ. I can't well, you remember. you seem to know the history of hot cross buns. You do like them. Yeah, hot cross Monday. What day is hot cross Monday? Hot cross Monday, I can tell you right I now. I reckon it's probably 21st February 1996. James <laughs> it's, it's Monday, September the 11th. It's actually a thing, yeah? <laughs> yeah. All right, so, <laughs> so let's just say that. that. I thought you got it mixed up with Pancake Day. Pancake Day, I think that's the day that Jesus may have got put on the cross. Really? I don't know. I and mean, Shrove Tuesday is the day he came, uh, came back? Maybe. There's many people listening who I'm sure are from many different religions, so if anyone wants to clear this up for us, our Instagram is at Pitstop. But welcome back to the Pitstop podcast. As you could tell, there's no Formula One on at the moment, so me and Fab have decided to go down new routes. Today we're doing history. Yep. <laughs> well, we have been researching a lot of history. We've been watching Vikings, so... We're not actually doing history, by the way, but we have been, yeah, watch, watching Vikings. There's been a few things happening. Yeah. First of all... There's, bo- there's been some epic breaking news. Oh, 
Are yeah. you jumping straight and we're breaking news? Huge. What's happened? Absolutely huge. Possibly the biggest news ever good, in Formula bad? 1. Insanely good, mate. Oh, really? Yeah. People think they have finally cracked the code of who Charles Leclerc's new girlfriend is. Oh. Yeah. Okay, and what website's this from, then? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't read it. <laughs> what? This is true. Do you know I who saw she an is? Ar- I saw an article about it. I just didn't read it. Who is she? No idea. You, are you really going to do that? What? How have people cracked the code if you have no idea? I didn't. That's what I'm saying. It's not, I'm taking the piss. It's not breaking news. <laughs> oh, that didn't actually happen? No, it's happened, but I don't give a fuck about it. Well, I That's you, what I mean. I thought whilst you were talking about Charles Leclerc, you were going to talk about the fact that people would keep going to his flat. Yeah. Because he's come out recently and said, like, people need to stop ringing up my intercom at my flat. Like, who in their right mind figures out someone's address, goes up to their intercom and rings it, expecting them to answer and go, hello? And you go, oh, Charles, you're right, I'm downstairs. Well, like, there's two lads that did it to us about a month ago. Yeah. (laughs) People came to our flat. Imagine what it's like for these bloody F1 drivers. No. How on earth I could never have the confidence to do that. And that would be really, really annoying all the time. What are they trying to get out of it? I don't know. They just want to get a photo with Charles Leclerc, I guess. So they ring on his door. You don't want to be that guy, though, do you? You don't want to be that guy who's going up to someone's door and knocking and asking for a pit. It's embarrassing. Yeah, especially not at someone's home. If anyone listening does that, please don't do that. If you see him in the street, by all means. Yeah, fair enough. And even then, he's not by no obligation to take a photo of anyone. I think that's one of the most important things to remember. Yeah. Like, I'm sure he would love to take photos of people, but no obligations. So to go to his house is ridiculous. Liam Lawson deserves a big shout out. Liam Lawson? Yeah. Is in Happy Gilmore. (laughs) Huh? Is he? Do you not remember last night? No. I said that kid looks like Liam Lawson. Oh, yeah, the kid looks like... Yes. Spot on. Liam... Liam, I was going to say Liam Neeson. Liam Lawson. <laughs> <laughs> Liam Lawson is here in Happy Gilmore. In what scene? It's where someone's going to hit the ball and he's standing there in the crowd next he to the big guy. stood next to someone, yeah. I don't know who he stood next to, but... Yeah, Liam Lawson's in Happy Gilmore. Well, he's won his rookie race in Super Formula. Now, don't ask me much about Super Formula because I couldn't figure out why he was racing when there's no other racing on. But I think it's a bit like, you know how we had... Oscar on, he was saying about how low that like Renault GTs and all that, and other places. I think it's like another series. Um, but he's the first rookie to win on debut in 50 years. Oh, yes, this is the same guy that has been said will get a Red Bull seat in the future. Yep, and he's won on debut. There's yep. already talk that he might replace Nick DeVries at the end of the year because winning on debut is massive. Blimey. Yeah, it's There a, must be a load of chumps racing in Super Formula. <laughs> really? If he can go and do that, yeah. Well, well, it could just be really good. I wonder who else is... I hope we don't know anyone in Super Formula. Mate, he's the first... That's Is that what it's called? Super Formula? Of course, mate. It's not about that. He's the first rookie to win on debut in 50 years. That's unbelievable. All of these rookies would have raced in these different formulas. All of these drivers on the grids would have raced in these different ones before I've never heard of Super Formula before. No, me neither. But the, well, the race what are the, was in, what do the cars look like? Just like Formula One cars. The race was in Fuji. I actually don't know where Fuji is. They look like Formula One cars. Yeah, they look exactly like Formula One cars. And he won his first race. Here you go, I've got a bit of information for it. Starting P3, he undercut the two-time champion. Oh, it's Japanese. So it's a Japanese formula. Well, well that's fucking cool that there's a Japanese formula. 
Yeah, because Fuji, I'm thinking of Fiji. God, we're going to get roasted again. We should have known this. No, there's no way. There'd be a lot of people that wouldn't have known. Is there? Would there be a lot of people who wouldn't know that? Well, either way, Liam Lawson did really, really well, which is great. Do you know who else does really, really well? Or used to do really, really well? Who? Kimi Raikkonen. Well, oh, yes, you found something out about Kimi Raikkonen. Do you remember those posts Raikkonen? that I read out earlier? Yeah. I saved them because I, I found this. We knew some of this already. Mm. Um, but seeing it in a post like this, this is from Formula God. He yep. posted this on the old gram. When my son asks me in 2050 how good Kimi Raikkonen was, I will say, in 2012, Lotus brought Kimi back to the F1 grid, but the expectations weren't high. So the deal was that Kimi would get 50,000 euros for every point that he scored. And over the course of two years, he got 390 points, man. That's ridiculous. <laughs> and how much did that equate to? That equates to 19.5 million euros. And then he nearly made the team bust. Yeah, apparently. He actually hasn't taken all the money because no, he would have bankrupt. That is mad. That's that's insane. So they still owe him money, I think. So he must have won that year with that amount of points. But is that that is a lot of money. But like still, it's Lewis Hamilton yeah, still getting Raikkon, paid like 40 million a Kimi year. Kimi Räikkönen can't have won that year because he only won with Ferrari. Kimi Räikkönen's got one world championship, right? Mm. Ferrari. No. Oh, is it just no, one? I'm going to actually, I swear to God, I'm cutting this out of the pod if this is wrong, because this is just getting stupid now. I swear Kimi Räikkönen has got one world championship and it's like 2008 or 2007 with Ferrari. Could be, could be. Actually, so that means he got all them points of Lotus, but didn't win the championship. Must That must mean that, yeah. That must be right. Are you checking now? I'm trying. Well, Ra- Räikkönen world he's got championship? T- he's got two children. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> two, two championships then. Um... He's got one championship in 2007. Ferrari? Yeah, it was Ferrari, because I remember we did it on a quiz ages ago. Yeah, that is spot on. Might have been Citroen. Oh, really? No. He's done rally. Huh? He's done 21 rallies. Kimi Räikkönen has done 21 rallies. recently? Is that what he's been doing whilst he's not? No, no. no. The last rally was in 2011. We want to do a rally, don't we? We're looking at Gumball 3000. Well, I actually want to go to like a proper rally. Like a proper rally. I think that'd be really fun to watch, don't you? No, I don't know what you'd do. What would you do if you go to a rally to watch? Are you just watching a load of cars driving down, up and down a road? Well, like off-road. It's off-road, isn't it? Jumps, rivers, creeks. See, I thought rally was trees. just more like top to the bottom of the country, or do they go like over weird routes? There's two different types of rallies. Gumball Rally isn't fucking rallying. Like, it isn't like rally. Maybe it's called Rally Cross then. No, it's not. Because Rally Cross is on. Rally Cross is when they drive on roads and off road. So it's cross. It's like concrete and dirt. So, what one do we want to do in the Gulf? What do you, what do you think the Gulf, the Gulf is up for? Because you've just had the steering the fixed roll, at Halford. The Gulf can do Rally Quad, mate. It drives on water as well. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> do you remember when we took it through that field? It really showed what it was able to do. When? <laughs> one day we drove down that lane and you decided you wanted to do some crazy things <laughs> in the field. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That didn't happen. That did not happen. I remember that. Let's talk about Gasly's penalty points. Um, yeah, please. I have no idea what you're talking about. Right. So there's a rule in Formula One that if you get 12 points within a 12-month period, you're instantly suspended for the next race. Now, Gasly didn't get Sorry, any... Sorry, say that again. If you get 12 penalty points mm-hmm. within a 12-month period, mm-hmm. why are you looking at me like you wanted me to say that again just to fill up another 30 seconds? No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. I was, had something else on my mind. What were you thinking about? 
Oh. Especially someone coming home tonight. I just pictured someone talking about a 12-inch fretboard <laughs> radius on a Fender guitar when you said that. For oh, really? some reason, that's all I just pictured, yeah. See, but there was someone on. listening that what you just said probably, like, sparked something. Someone who, like, loves guitars or something. Hope, I hope so. If there is, send a DM. A bit like how we've found some RuneScape. For- oh, it's been Comic-Con at the XL this weekend. Yeah. Comic-Con. I know you were going to go with a special someone, weren't you? Yeah, I was going to go with a special someone because I found this outfit that would be perfect for a duo. You're a fucker. <laughs> Just give me some more. Give me the more Gasly news. I want to know more about Pierre Gasly. I was trying Pierre to tell Gasly. you that you get 12 points in 12 months. Uh-huh. You can lose your license for so, a race. What, instantly and, suspended. And how many points has he got? Gasly's got 10. But what they're saying is, Gasly obviously crashed in the last race. And he probably could have got penalty points for it. Which would have put him over. But then everyone's saying that like the F1 just would never actually do it these days. Like everyone's saying like, they, do you reckon they'd actually do it? Like... Would well, they I actually saw, suspend someone? I saw Matt and Tommy talking about the fact that they feel like there's a bit of favouritism going on when it, when it comes to like penalty points and shit because mm. F1 have really been focusing like chucking out penalty points for people who are fighting down the front of the grid but like when there's a bit of chaos and shit going on in the back of the grid those people aren't getting penalised. Is, is is that bad though? I, I, I get it. I get it everyone should be on a fair playing not bad or not, But yeah, it should be fair. But, like, it's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, if someone's back of the grid getting lapped by everyone, do we need to make that race harder, surely? No, I mean, like, I don't mean like that. I mean, like, if someone's, like, 12th and they crash into someone. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, well, it's like, obviously got to be fair for everyone, It's, like, it's it? like giving a yellow card to a defender when you're giving a striker a red one. Football references. That mm. reminds me of what you said earlier. <laughs> when you <laughs> said something about football, didn't you? <laughs> what did right, I say? Right, so you were un- trying to understand the... Po- we watched Arsenal-Liverpool. Thoughts on the game? Didn't watch it. Okay, fair enough. But you did make a point at the end when it was two all. I don't remember what I said. You said it was two all, so how many points do they get? So how many points do you think you get if you win a football game? However many goals you scored. That's close. That's close. Isn't that wouldn't that be the obvious answer? I just find it fascinating that you've watched so many games of football with me. You've probably thought the whole time that it's scored by how many goals you get. Well, I've never thought about the points. Well, you, I suppose you only ever think about the games individually, right? If you watch a football game. So to you, it technically is whoever has the highest score wins. But you asked because it was a draw. You said it's a draw, so who gets points? But it doesn't work like that. The winning team gets three points. And if you draw, you both get one. Oh. Yeah. That's whack. What, you think they should add up by goals? Yeah. Well, they do have goal difference. That goes if it's so a team's are level on points, then it would be who's got the highest goal difference. I think they should do that anyway. Because if you've got, if you've always got, like, you know, fucking Thornsbury FC barely <laughs> no. scraping through all their games with, like, one goal, and then you've got, like, you know, the mighty Blues, Manchester City, <laughs> ripping apart dog shit teams like Arsenal, like, four nils to none. Do you know what I mean? No, that's no. Not, it's not fair that Thornsbury and, and Manchester City should be at the same <laughs> level. Well, they'd be relegated then. They'd get sent out of the league. I don't even know what relegated means. <laughs> the bottom like three teams will get relegated down to the next league and the top three teams in that will come up to this one. It's what I think should happen in F2 to F1. I think they should do that instead of like random drivers coming up. Do you I think, think it would be cool just, though? The bottom three should just be relegated. The top three should come up and replace them. I think they should do it off goals. I'm talking about F1, though. Yeah. So? What do you mean, though? <laughs> I'm talking about F1 now. Yeah. You didn't listen to anything I just said. 
Yeah, you said, yeah, F1 should be like football, like, because relegated and all that shit. I just don't know what the word relegated means, It mate. means you get, <laughs> so it you're means you get put down. It means you get, you get put out of that division. It's like if you're an F1 driver. What, and then they go back to F2? So if you're an F1 driver and you get relegated, <laughs> oh, that would be you lose your F1 brutal. seat in the bottom three and the top three in F2 replace them. That would be a relegation format. So if I was Mick Schumacher, I'd be in F2 now? Yeah, technically. Because you'd been relegated, but only it would be the bottom three. It would have to. It would have to stay the same, like the bottom three. So like the other people that would move around would be away from that. That would just be a transfer. You'd have to pay like F two drivers then. Well, it would never work, would it? Because of the sponsors and people buy into their seats, and there's reasons that people are there. So you couldn't. A team wouldn't want a certain driver, so it wouldn't work. No. So that would never work. So ignore everything I've just said for the last five minutes. Relegation. You've learned something new today. I always thought it was renegation with an N. Renegade. Relegation's probably got to be the biggest word that any football fans ever use. <laughs> well, was it you? You're the big you're the football fan. Yeah. Aston Martin will bring a new rear wing to Baku as they look to use their wind tunnel time advantage to reel in the aerodynamically efficient Red Bull RB19. People were saying that going into Baku, Red Bull should not be as confident as they have been. Why is that? For some strange reason, I've read an article online from one of Fab's dodgy websites, mm -hmm. which I don't think is very dodgy. It actually could be quite... Oh, is this one a .com, not .org? Quite credible. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I believe... I mean, if you look at Melbourne, the gap wasn't as big as it had been in previous races. Yeah, but that was probably because of all the safety cars. Potentially. <laughs> could potentially be it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty clear. It was pretty clear out front. If there was no red red flags, mate. But this is when this gone. is when the, the, the wind tunnel time for Aston Martin starts to kick in now. Yeah, the wind tunnel time will definitely make a difference so to every team. Maybe now it's going to get exciting. This is what happened uh, last year, wasn't it? Or the first year that we started? No, yeah, last year. Haas looked flames in the first three races. Everyone was like, holy shit. Oh, yeah, they did, Haas, because you made that prediction. Haas are absolutely nuts. And then they just kind of... Yeah, as off. all the teams improve. That's where I think Red Bull really are at their max. I, I reckon they're at their max. You see what I did there? I reckon they will like I reckon they could get back, go back when everyone else goes forward just because of the win comparison. Speaking of max, I watched a clip just earlier, yeah, about Yuki Tsunoda. Well, it was actually David Coulthard talking about Yuki Tsunoda. This clip was like a year old, but I'd never seen it before. And it was someone else. I should know the guy's name because he's a presenter for Channel 4. <laughs> the Welsh guy? Uh -huh. Is he Welsh? <laughs> I, can't I don't know. I can't if he's Welsh or not. Um, <laughs> I don't know if he's Welsh or not. I, I don't know his mean. fucking name. Oh, the guy. I, who's the guy who does Blue Peter? Um, oh, the, he's the same guy that does something he's got, else. He's got the same name, I think, but a different guy. Matt. Matt Jones or Matt Smith or something. Matt. Oh. This is embarrassing. Either way, he asked. He he said to David Coulthard, right? When uh, I saw this this other clip as well, Yuki was asked in an interview like a year ago, what's his favourite thing about being in a paddock, about being in F1? And you said the food, in hospitality. What? That's Yuki's favourite thing is food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure everyone's seen this before, but I just saw it for the first time the other day and it cracked me up. But then this guy read it to David Coulthard, and David Coulthard is just sat there deadpan like fucking no reaction stone cold like just death stare and the other guy was creasing about it and then David Coulthard was like well okay but you know when I was a racing driver maybe I'm sounding like old-fashioned but you have to take this shit fucking seriously yeah. if you want to try and win like 
I don't know if Yuki kind of maybe fully understood the question when he was asked. I think the question was, could Yuki ever challenge for a world title? Well, he's part of the Red Bull thing, isn't it? They, they obviously see potential in Yuki, but... And Yuki's hilarious, but we know Yuki doesn't even like to go to the gym and stuff like that. Like, that's when you start to be like, there's probably drivers on the grid. Like, Lewis Hamilton, you can wake up any day and there'll be a story of him running around a freezing cold park at like 5 a.m. or something like that. Or when he goes skiing, like, he'll be up a mountain at like 4 a.m. And Max has got a sim on his jet. Like these, yeah, these people are putting it in. That's what I mean. And that sim's not for fun. If I think about like a driving sim on a jet, I think, God, that's just like a massive game. But for him, obviously, it's like a proper serious sim. Yeah. So that's purely just for him to just carry on training. Yeah, it's a, a def- the levels of seriousness between different people are, will definitely vary beyond the grid. Like quite, quite a lot. Beyond the grid. I like that. Yeah, beyond the grid. Plug, Damon Hill. There you go. Yeah, Damon, 1996 world champion. Don't forget it. <laughs> and he still hasn't come on the pod. One of our, the first ever F1 world champion to follow us. Say hello to my yet. dogs for me. Say hello to my dogs for me. <laughs> Damon, do you still listen to the pod? I don't think he does. Does he not? He's probably given up a long time he ago. He might do. I know someone who does listen to every pod. Who? Ruth Buscombe. Yep. Shout out, Ruth. Hope Shout you're having a Ruth. great time away. Yep. She's on a hen she, Oh, Toto Wolf has just said something. Oh, what? He's just texted you? Yeah. What's he said? F1. <laughs> F1 must shape rules with a Stanley knife, not a baseball bat. Mm, okay, surgically he's placed. Yeah, surgically placed statement. He feels that a Stanley knife would be a lot straighter, whereas a baseball bat smashes everything into smithereens. I could see Toto like being a doctor. Can't you? Like in a white lab coat. I predict Toto now to be the head of the FIA. Or like mm. the head of Formula One or something. Like really? when, when Toto leaves Mercedes, because he's just like such a god of the sport. Like, and he's such a smart guy and he's a great businessman. He's, he, he is, like, very well media trained. You think he might that. do a bit of a Ross Braun? i tell you what's weird, right? The big dogs at F1 now, the people that are in charge at FIA and all these companies, a lot of them will be older and they won't have the media training of, like, Toto. So that'll be a whole evolution of, like, when people, like, these legends of these days go up to their roles. Mm. We'll get different levels of media. Like they'll talk and they'll go on pods and they'll do more and it will be more accessible and you'll know more what's going on. Mm. But there's like older people in charge at the moment, which is fine. Like they've been part of this and doing this for years, but it's a different media world now. It's exciting. It's it's actually really exciting because we're going to see completely different things in the future. So we can look forward to that. I think, I think people are becoming more important at a younger age. They definitely are. They they definitely are. Like, there will be people... Does that make sense? A hundred percent. They'll Think about this. You know how, like, we taught ourselves to edit? We taught ourselves to use Photoshop, video edit and stuff. There'll be, like, probably 13, 14-year-olds that are probably better at video editing than us. I taught I, myself to walk and all. Yeah, well done. Well done. <laughs> people are getting smarter at a younger age because everything is online. You I think, yeah. People if you can want to learn, learn something, you so can go great. and learn it. I was so bummed when I used to go to the skate park when I was like 16 and all these 12-year-olds would show up on their scooters and do double backflips and just land them. And I'd be like, wow, you, you've just, you're just amazing. You are just absolutely amazing. Or they would just crash and land on their head and just stand straight back up and carry on. Did you used to watch shows of YouTube tutorials on how to skate? No, you didn't have it. Well, that's what I mean. They've got all that now for everything. <laughs> we did have it. That makes me sound really fucking old. We did have YouTube. Yeah, we did. Yeah, and I started watching YouTube right at the beginning, right at the dawn of YouTube. Fab has always wanted a YouTube channel, which is good. We've got one now. Yep. 
And we've also got some very, very big guests coming. Yep. I've always wanted a Ferrari. And we yeah. haven't got that yet. I've got Golf. Mm. So that's like always wanting a YouTube channel, but getting a Tamagotchi instead. <laughs> You'd be pretty bummed, wouldn't you? What's a Tamagotchi? You know what a Tamagotchi is? <laughs> and the little singing Smurf things, aren't they? Do you remember those? Um, the little singing. Oh, we got some. Fucking like when I moved in last year, we we bought those uh, the, the, the sea monkeys. What? Sea monkeys. Did, did we, we? Did we ever buy them or not? What? And you put them in the bowl and see if they grow. No, they, they definitely grow, yeah. It's like a powder. You know how I pour that powder into my cup and make that tea? It's mm. like the same as that. You pour this powder mm. in like a little plastic tub of water. Okay. And then after a couple of weeks, you get little sea monkeys swimming around. And are they actually real animals? Yeah. But how have they formed from a powder then? Well, they're eggs, but the eggs are so small that it just uh, looks like a powder. So by adding water, you're fertilising the eggs. Something like that, yeah. You have to put something in with it. Oh, well, no, I don't think we ever got that, mate. So I don't know how you know all that. Well, maybe we should get one. Yeah. We want to get an animal for the flat, don't we? I you don't know, know. You know how Top Gear had Top Gear Dog? Did they? Yeah. They had a dog? Yeah. I don't even remember that. Like halfway through, they got a dog. Um, we need something. It can't, can't be a dog. Can't have a dog in a flat. No. We can't have a cat either because I'm allergic. Yeah, I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of cats either. Mm. Like, I know some people love them, but like, I think dogs just give you so much more love. Yeah, dogs are the best. So we've had a big discussion about this. We need something small, something we can get out on the pod when we film it. We're not getting a hamster. We're not getting a gerbil. We're not getting a rat. Exactly. So I'm thinking some sort of reptile. Right. This is where we're going to not agree though, are we? Because we're not getting a snake. Oh, that's fine. I can do with that snake. Yeah, I don't really like lizards. Oh. And I know that that's where the majority of your hope is sitting. Gecko. No, no, sorry. Um, what's the one with the fucking crazy eyes that move around the side of their head? I don't know. The well, ones that... Chameleon. Ones that change colour. But lizards are really hard to look after. Like, you need the, the all the stuff, the right temperature and all spiders? that. Spiders? You want to get spiders? Maybe like a tarantula? The pit stop trash. Are you bad? <laughs> we don't need anything if we're going to get that. Why don't we just get one fish? Because I had fish when I was at uni. Fish are hard to look after. Yeah, because you have to clean the tank. Yeah, you have to clean the tank a lot as well. you got to get with that lime scale. Unless you get sucker fish. What do they do? They suck the side of the tank. <laughs> and they, they clean it. They take all the fucking algae That's off. That's disgusting. They eat their own shit. This is meant to be a Formula One podcast. <laughs> no, <laughs> 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 it's good that everyone learns about fishing as well. Guys, there's a, there's a bit of a break in F1 at the minute. It's a bit of a lull. So we've been trying to keep you entertained with mm. minimal but we news did, going on. Yeah, it is, there has been a break, but we did go and see Matt and Tommy's live show. Have we done a podcast since then? Yes, we have. Have we? Yep. Also. No, we haven't updated the people since Matt and Tommy's live show. We need to tell them all about it. What a great, what a great night. Yeah. Proud of those boys, actually. Proud of Tommy, because I know he was a bit nerves. Mm. Just proud of both of them. They absolutely smashed it. And yeah, they were really confident. It was, yeah, it was amazing. The atmosphere in there was, was hilarious. The, the wines were very generous at the bar. A large wine was literally up to the brim. So <laughs> Brimming? The top of the yeah. wine glass. And we had three of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I got chucked out. <laughs> Didn't know you were going to actually tell them that. Yes. Oh, well, because we, people would have seen it happen and I was embarrassed, all right? We were trying to, <laughs> you know, support our boys. So we were shouting stuff out and getting involved. But 
Babs has been kicked out for heckling. I got kicked out for heckling and then I sweet-talked the guy and we managed to come back in for the last 10 minutes, which was nice. The guy coming to me to pick up Babs' coat, he was like, yo, mate, um, your mate's kicked out. He's not going to be allowed back in. He was like, can I get his coat? He was like, do you want to stay or do you want to go with him? And I was like, well, I'm fucking staying here. <laughs> and then out of nowhere. You bastard. Out of nowhere. You Babs left just... me out on the cold street on my own. <laughs> mate, I couldn't leave the back The cold streets of London on my own. How did you no get back jacket. in? Because bouncers never, ever, like, give way. I just <laughs> said, come on, mate. What did you do? I, I said, come to the toilet for a minute. <laughs> I said, come on, mate, they're my friends. Leave it out. And then when they left, we were all together and he saw that we were all together. Yeah, and then he was all right. Um, but yeah, no, it was a bloody great night. The wines were great. <laughs> the lads were great. I couldn't believe how many laughs they got out of the crowd. The scope for what they did was great, yeah. And like, I was actually laughing because I actually found it really funny. Like, I wasn't laughing because I had to. Like, it was actually really funny. I just funny. found it funny because it was them. I didn't have a clue what they were talking about the whole time. And probably because I was really drunk. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was funny. Because we'd been drinking before. We saw Antonio as well. Big shout out to Antonio. We saw him yep. just before, which was great. And then we headed over to Leicester Square. Tomo was there from Last Lap. Yeah, saw Tomo. That was good. Saw Katie Furman. Katie Furman was there. Um... Yeah, we saw loads of people. Yeah, we did. And we went out to Simmons for a celebratory drink. Well, before that, before we went to Simmons, (laughs) fucking Simmons, I can't believe you and Matt dragged me there every time I'm out. You say that like you didn't book the table. Yeah, I I didn't. Okay. Just to let the people know, I didn't. (laughs) Your fat boys nearly allowed in because they thought it was wearing tracksuit bars. Oh, yeah, I got stopped there as well. What a fucking night. I nearly got kicked out of Matt's I had to come get you in. I had to come get you in. For Christ's sake. Um... (laughs) No, before we even got there, there was an hour of us waiting outside talking to Matt's parents because they were fucking, there was a whole queue of people Oh yeah, waiting to see them. Yeah, they were taking photos with like 250 people. It's loads of people. And I was just stood there with Matt's mum, Matt's mum and dad, and I was like, your son's so drunk. I was like, your son is amazing. He's done so well. We love him. He's such a good friend. I say, do you think they're going to queue up for us next? <laughs> I don't, I, it did inspire me a little bit, you know. It's, After It was like, it was a bit like, sorry, my phone is on loud. I, when I did watch it, because I know we say we never do live, a little bit of me did think, wow, I'd love to see what kind of reaction me and you would get with a crowd. I wonder how we'd do. I think I'd do all right for about two minutes and then I'd probably just for, just not know what to say. That's where they were amazing. They were so quick. You just keep it rolling. Yeah, that's an art form, that. Yeah, they, they were really great. I hope they do more. And if they do, you guys should definitely go. Great show. Yeah, it was awesome. Anyway, breaking news in the last 10 minutes. F1 Miami GP offers $67,000 VIP marina package, this time with real water, because there was a load of complaints last year. So what do you reckon it'll be, like a foot deep? Yeah, they'll probably just put a little paddling pool in there or something, won't they? That was funny last year. It was just painted. I don't know what the big fuss was about. I thought it looked cool. Yeah. I'm excited. But if you bought a package to be on a bay on a yacht and you turned up and your yacht was stationary on a painted bit of water, I think I'd probably question it as well. True. Depends what they were sold. If they knew it was that before, then maybe fair game. But if you got there and it was like that, you I think you'd probably say something. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> but me and Fab, it looks like we're going to be going to Miami, as we have been saying over the last couple of pods. That is getting more and more likely, I'm, I'm assuming, every day. Yeah, baby crocs are on the way. Which is going to be great. If anyone listening is going to Miami then hopefully see there. That would be really exciting. Yeah. I just want to do, like, proper American shit. We will. 
We've had a few DMs from a few people. All the American stuff. We will get back back to the people on DMs once we start making a bit of a... We're still trying to confirm the truth. I want to go, hey, Balin, and fucking peas in a can pie. You want to what? (laughs) And line dancing. You want a peas in a can pie? (laughs) What on earth is a peas in a can pie? Do you remember when um, Sandy in SpongeBob SquarePants was getting sad because she missed Texas, so... She was telling SpongeBob <laughs> she was going to leave and go back to Texas. So SpongeBob went out of his way to make her feel really at home. And she goes to the Krusty Krab and then <laughs> she's told him about pecan pie, but he thinks it's peas in the can pie. So he puts pe- peas tin, the can. tin peas and puts it in, the, in a pie. Smart man. Um, yeah. <laughs> Isn't it a shame we are a Formula One podcast? Because if, if this was a SpongeBob podcast... Well, I could talk for weeks about SpongeBob, but that's for another pod. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So until then, guys, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to the Pit Stop podcast. A bit of a break, but don't worry, because on YouTube very soon we'll be have, having our Australian GP coming out of the mm-hmm. Pit Stop. Yep, and we've got a guest coming on World Friday, which will hopefully be out the weekend. Yep. So it looks like the next couple of episodes we'll have guests, which is great. Yes. I'm excited for that. Really good. And I've just had a fresh haircut, so. Yeah, you have had, you've had a really nice fade today. Yep. A really nice fade. Yep. Our old barber Kashi has disappeared now. Yeah. Doesn't look cut our hair anymore. The guy was flying through it pretty quick at first. And then I told him I was a football player. <laughs> <laughs> and then he started fucking taking his time. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening to the Pit Stop Podcast. Hope you have a fantastic week. We'll be back on Thursday. Oh, Thursday. Get ready on our Instagram on Friday because very soon this weekend, hopefully there'll be a teaser of the next guest. I'm excited for that. The leaderboard is going to be getting a lot busier. Let's put it that way. If you wanted a little hint as to who the next guest is, then, well, maybe there's one right here. But maybe you just can't figure it out yet. (laughs) I'm not going to try to do Australian in this episode. Oh, bro. Thank you for listening. Bye.